Yeah, oh, it's very nice to see you. I mean, you know, now that I yeah, can't yeah. see you. Now that, you <laughs> now that I've disappeared from your ocular grasp, I imagine, what a delight. Yes, I imagine um, people who listen to this podcast don't really, it's probably hard to imagine that we start by seeing each other, then go to not seeing each other. Or maybe yeah. it's easy to understand. It's a bit weird. It's funny because when I listen back to us, it sounds like we're in the same room, which I always find slightly <laughs> disconcerting, knowing that I'm not, or that we are not. It's true we're not, are we? Imagine that. Imagine being in the same room as someone else who isn't, you know. In your bubble. I'm not sure how I know how to be in a room with anybody anymore. How might we prepare ourselves for that moment? That's a really good question. I went into work for the first time. For the first time this week, because it's a job that I've only had since February. It's so weird to think that it's the end of April, or mid, middle of April. And I'm saying I've had a job since the beginning of February that I haven't physically been to because that would have been impossible at one point yeah yeah it's so that's so it is it's it's weird by any standard yeah so a couple of months in you know no i've i know people now i've spoken to people i've had meetings and all of those kinds of things but never physically been in a space and did you get to meet some people i did i got to meet some people and, and one of the first things that somebody said was huh i was not sure how tall you were going to be This is a podcast in which two friends have serious conversations about silly things and silly conversations about serious things. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlife In. On Monday, I get my first jab. Wow. And is it the blood clot one? I don't think I know. No, you, do, you turn up. You turn up and then they say, yeah. this, is, this is what we've got Did for you. Did you get the blood clot one? I did. It was, um, it was a remarkable piece of rebranding. Uh, they, um, they said, today you're going to be receiving the Oxford vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> they dropped the whole AstraZeneca from, yeah. uh, from the name. Um, they didn't sort of go, cross your fingers. You've got a one in a million chance of dying. No, but the doctor, she did, say, uh, she did say, is that okay? And then she said, not that you've got any choice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you do. You have the choice to walk away and refuse the vaccine. Yes, it's true. It's true. Would you have? Obviously, that's a stupid question because you didn't. You had it. What a ridiculous question to ask you. Would you have said no to something that you said yes to? Simon, no. <laughs> explain. No, yes, explain. Yes. Well, what an interesting <laughs> podcast that was. Um, uh, yeah, no, no, not at all. I was, um, you know, talking about this with Lil during the week, actually, that because of the... Um, and two examples I've read about uh, the Johnson & Johnson uh, situation in the US where, where they've had uh, six deaths out of effectively one in a million. Yeah, yeah. You know, six and six million. And, you know, the entire program was was paused. I'm not sure if it's still been paused. In fact, at uh, the time... Well, yeah, I think, I, think, I think certainly this morning there was a news story that the pause had rolled out across Europe as well. It's hard not to think of baby powder, isn't it? <laughs> Johnson & Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're having injected into us. Yes. Um, no wonder it clots. But no, there was... <laughs> but yeah, there was two things that uh, various people have talked about. This is in the US. And one was, um, you know, the incidence of severe blood clotting problems from women on the pill. Mm-hmm. It's 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 like one in a thousand. 
Yeah, so yeah. Incredibly risky, effectively in a risky behavior, you might say. What was the other? What was the other one? Was um, oh yeah, number of deaths from people from firearms in the last month in the US. Doesn't matter what the number is, it's massive. It, uh, it's probably more than blood clots, isn't it? Um, from from from, from the vaccine, from Johnson and Johnson baby powder, and I and I know that they're different things, and they've got different yeah. cultures in there. But yeah. it's a it, it is a curious thing. Our attempt to both mitigate risk and uh, if you're in a, I guess, in a position of power, like a, a governmental position, to be seen to be appeasing a very small minority of um, uh, the population, uh, the anti-vaxxer. Uh, I find, yeah, I find it very strange given that the chances of getting quite catastrophic blood clots from COVID is significantly higher. higher. <laughs> so, you know, you can get a blood clot by not getting the vaccine if you get the thing that the vaccine and is protecting you from. And you're more likely to... Yeah, yeah. And I, so I find myself going, okay, so if we're just worried about blood clots, and let's let's just pretend that blood clots are the only thing that COVID does. Apparently there are other things. Oh, I was going to just send you a photo. I just happened across this, uh, this sticker the other day whilst on a little walk. You can't quite see it all, but... Um, you get a sense of it. And it says, oh. it doesn't say Night for Frido. <laughs> <laughs> Unite for Freedom, one million plus, Saturday, April, that's something, central London. So yes. this is the whole... Um... And then it says, get something up, take your freedom back. What do you think they mean by freedom? I don't know how to answer that question. The assumption we are assuming is uh, that this is something to do with, because I didn't look it up. Um, yeah. But it's something to do with the idea that our freedom has been uh, has been taken from us because of COVID-related restrictions. Is that accurate? I think that's what this particular narrative is, that we have given up our freedom. That's right. And we've given it up for greater governmental control and all of those sorts of things. And we've given, given it up without a fight. Yeah. And I appreciate there are certain things that, you know, do make me anxious. I, I, I do find myself going... Okay, the idea of a vaccine passport to get into pubs as opposed to to leave the country because I have no problem with a vaccine passport to leave the country. I have a passport to leave the country. That's just a different stamp. Exactly. So that idea of crossing borders, not a problem. I do think the idea of saying you need to have a vaccine to go into this shop or this pub, I'm a I'm a bit kind of like, what's that for? Mm, I, was, I was actually asked this the other day because I, I hadn't really thought about it. But I one thing that occurred to me that I thought was a good thing. And I'm, mm-hmm. I, am, I, I, I am similarly like, oh, really? Do we want to, anything like, you know, I guess people have probably picked this up. Very keen listeners have probably picked this up in my um, in the various things we've discussed. But um, anything which uh, effectively says you're in, you're not. Yeah. Any label or any it always makes me it, it as I used to say raises my heckles. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that was before I understood what a heckle was. And um <laughs> uh but this is a this is a kind of interesting one for me because it did occur to me that anything that increases the possibility that people will say I'm going to get a vaccine seems to me to be a good thing. 
you know, so even if it means the only reason I got a vaccine was because I wanted to go to the pub and that was the only way I could get into, a, uh, get into a pub. That seems to me to be a good thing, especially because pubs are places where people are close, where they're talking loudly, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, young people, a lot of asymptomatic people, you know, that kind of. So th- there was that flip side, the flip side of the, um, yeah, anyway. I get, I, I totally get that. And I, and also think, I think it's probably because I'm coming from a place where the idea of getting the vaccine doesn't make me think I I'm I have to be convinced, you know. I, I, I if I could have been the first in the doubter. queue, I, oh no, I would have been first in the queue. Yeah, you would have. Would because, you have stepped on elderly ladies to get first to become first in the queue? <laughs> no, but I would have gently, <laughs> gently you nudged have, them you to have carved your name in the back of a manatee to get first in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> Nella, I saw it on YouTube. <laughs> I would have kept, you know, all of my all of my responses in line with the uh, with the level of appropriate. I'm sure. No, there would be no carving. There would be no there would be no jostling of the of the elderly ladies. But I'm I'm not going. I'm I'm not going into the kind of vaccination with trepidation because no. I've been vaccinated for lots of things during my life unproblematically yeah. in the sense that I didn't think about it because it was just what happened and I live next door to um I live next door to a a, a former uh home op- home office pathologist um huh. so his particular area of expertise Hot. yeah his his particular area of expertise was plane crashes oh yeah you can imagine that the that's the stories uh, Oh yeah, yeah. We, we should we try get. Not... Uh, we should get them on as a guest. No, no, because we don't want to have those stories. Because I will literally never leave the house again <laughs> when he starts to talk about what the body can experience. I mean, it's dead, but yeah, it's very. <laughs> no, wow. I'm good. Wow. But we no. we, oh, okay. we have conversations over the garden fence about you know about the importance of vaccination, not for you as an individual, but for your responsibility to the wider to wider society. Uh. And so that's why I'm keen, because I want to play my part. Mm. Yeah, it's so simple, isn't it? But at the same time, I get that there might be a kind, a kind of a, a disparate uptake, and, and I don't really want to become one of those people who says, oh, then in that case, you just don't get to go somewhere. If there is deep-seated yeah, like, societal reasons yes. why there's an anxiety and, and, a, and a, sticks, a genuine literal lack of sticks trust. to stop yeah. people. Yeah. But it's also the lack of trust that, that, com- that, that various communities might have about embracing particular pharmacological sort of things. You kind of go, oh, I, I, I can't possibly understand that. I can't understand that anxiety as, a, as, as the privileged. So I'm not going to stand there going, well, they don't get to go out because then it's like, okay. So that's a problem. And also I think that, that stick and carrot, it's coercive, isn't it, in a, in a way that makes me a bit anxious. And I'm conflicted about all of these feelings as well because I want everybody to get their vaccination. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I feel the same. I, don't, I don't, also don't quite I – I listen to a couple of podcasts where they go, oh, I don't really know about this, and here I am oh, yeah. talk about it anyway. And, um, <laughs> but I haven't done a lot of uh, thinking or indeed reading about the, the rationale behind the um, – the, the the possibility the rationale behind the possibility of a of a vaccination certificate i feel that i've probably done at least as much research as the people who've printed out those stickers and stuck them on a, a lamppost near oh, where you live that's an interesting that is just an interesting assumption i did, I did when i got my vaccination um i they did say when they gave me my little slip that said you know astrazeneca actually oxford um mm-hmm. they did say this is not an official document <laughs> 
yeah, just to be clear. Yeah. Just to be clear. But yeah, yeah, so this the sticker. Not as, as much research of these people. So what do you think to go back to that question about what what is the freedom that they're they're worried that's been removed? And do you feel less free? Have you felt less free? Yes, of course I have felt less free because I can't just live my life with impunity. I can't just do whatever I want to do. I can't jump on a plane. I can't jump on a train. I can't run into a shop without making sure that I've done certain things like remember to pick up my mask or all of those sorts of things. But these are not freedoms that make me feel like something is being curtailed. It's kind of like I'm just having to relearn stuff. Hmm. It's no different to me than, you know... Yeah, how you behave, particular ways of behaving on a train... Or, yeah, I should remember to put trousers on before I go into a shop. That seems like a sensible idea. Let's cover up my balls. Okay, good. You know, you learn that really early on, don't you? So it's not something that you have to second... Some later than others, dearly. <laughs> but you don't have to second guess it. It's just it's just become... It's normalised. And so I find it weird that people bridle against the idea of sticking a mask on or, you know... All of that sort of stuff. Uh, a friend of ours uh, visiting, uh, Italian, but she lives in Paris um, and visiting London and we're just sitting on the train and and she just she just said, look at all these signs. Where, where's your autonomy? <laughs> and it was, it's just that it takes that lovely thing, isn't it, when you have someone from outside of a place to breathe air slightly differently. Yeah. And just be overwhelmed by how much, you know, I'm going to say this because it's where I come from, but how much we're choreographed, you know, that, <laughs> and there's that lovely Deborah Hayes, a choreographer, she talks about how we're all choreographed up the wazoo. I guess the freedom these people are talking about uh, with my extensive research into this particular <laughs> march, um, I mean, I just don't, I don't really want to give them any uh, kind of hits or any activity on the website or whatever you know i just i just don't but um yeah so in a way they're they're drawing in my mind some kind of arbitrary line between as you've pointed out the things we're already not supposed to do whether implicit or explicit spoken or unspoken and the things we are and there's somehow that line has been crossed a group of people have decided or one person has decided that line has been crossed I think there are there are probably huge chunks of society who feel that this is being that things have been done to them in a really unfair way. A lot of small business owners who are self-employed and haven't been taken care of by this government who have, you know, used rampant greed as a strategy and even then Johnson saying, oh, it was greed that got the vaccine, the vaccine made so quickly, despite the fact that it's 93 percent funded by public money. It's just mind boggling, isn't it? That is just so offensively wrong to say that greed. No, no, no. Public funding is what made this happen. Scientists talking with each other. Exactly. So he's just a lying sack of shit. Oh, Lee Miller. So just um, oh, that so just is so freeing. No, I'm just trying to think about her because you've just said something which is 
definitely going to be cut out, and I'm hoping that you'll include this a little bit. <laughs> and I can't even give, I can't even paint some kind of picture of what it is that you've just said that's being yeah. cut out. Nothing inoffensive. Yeah. Something, <laughs> no, something deeply offensive and troubling. And yeah, and you know, certainly if you were inciting um, violence, you were. And if this conversation were being monitored, can't imagine that being possible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Treadstone, echelon, echelon trigger words. Treadstone, black briar. Any second now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that means Matt Damon's going to come waltzing through my door because he's not too shabby, that guy. Well, I would be quite fine with um, with any <laughs> any of those people who are in the much maligned and cancelled too soon Amazon Prime series Treadstone, which only lasted for 10 episodes, but I strongly encourage everybody to watch. It's very good. I actually went to start watching it and then just <gasps> didn't quite make it past the first... Um, I can't remember why. Maybe oh, I just forgot that I was going to watch yeah. it. Just commit to it. Me and Bob sat through it and we got to the last episode and then found out it had been cancelled. I went, but what happens to everybody? And just how, to do, be, how does this end? It should be clear for all our um, very um, uh, our long-term listeners that when the show's cancelled, it's different from cancel culture. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Although, is it? Discuss? Not, but not here. <laughs> so you were just... You were so just, I was trying uh, to cover your to... ass because... Um, mm. uh, because you'd just gone off on one, and I was trying I to find a nice one. way to get the edit to get to help you with your edit. Thanks, thanks. That was really kind of you. So, but is it? It, it is something. I guess my thought was, you know, to repeat, is that the arbit- It's arbitrary, yeah. isn't it? Oh, it's so it's yeah, it is. It is so arbitrary that 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 kind of question about where our freedoms start and stop. But it did. It did. The sticker did, um, which will be in the show notes. Assuming this makes the cut. <laughs> I love how you say that. Like you think I'm just going around cutting out all the interesting things that you say. <laughs> I never. It's really, in a really self-serving manner. Quite a lot of things that I thought that's bloody interesting, and they've just never they've never happened. Then weeks later, I think, hey, a little prick, he cut that bit out. That was one of my favourite moments. That's when yeah. I thought I was sort of peaking. I was at my optimum. Yeah. My podcasting optimum. Yeah. I sit outside of that sense of ego, so I'm just able to see the truth of all our conversations. Yes. (laughs) But to go to the thing that you just said about Deborah Hay and being choreographed up the wazoo. Yeah. Which I think is a direct quote rather than a paraphrase, right? I think it is a direct quote. I've tried to track down the original... um, Oh, I love uh, that. Yes. I might have just heard it. might have been a personal communication. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about something I read, and this this won't be in the show notes, because I can't remember where I read it, but it was... Um, an, <laughs> or I could spend all of Monday night you, trying to figure you, out where it came could. from. But it was either a UK or a US expat who moved to Germany, and they went on a hike with their German friends, and they were walking like along basically along a cliff edge and this person said oh there's there's no signage that says what a steep drop this is and their german friend turned around and went why would there need to be signage it's quite clear that it's a steep drop so but what happens if you fall off it the sign doesn't stop you falling off it it's the fact that it's a steep drop will stop you falling off it so there's that sense you know i i kind of i understand what your italian friend means when they say where's the autonomy yeah, because in a way, the signs, they uh, absolve us. Yeah, yeah. 
So they absolve us from taking responsibility. And is that what the stickers are saying? And I don't think they are. Are the stickers saying... Let's remove the, let's remove the road signs in London. Well, <laughs> no, I was thinking, let's stop telling us that we've got to lock ourselves up and let's all take collective responsibility and try to behave like adults and go, OK, so I'm only going to go out when I need to go out. But let's not lock down the economy in this way. Instead, let's think about how we can deal with something proportionately and just think, OK, I don't need to go out here. I, I can get... You would like to pretend that there's a world where that's the reason that freedom is being curtailed because somebody wants to have a very rational position where they say, okay, let's take responsibility. Let's take, yeah, let's behave appropriately, guys. It's funny, isn't it? My total assumption, I think it's based on the font, totally the font and the hashtag that uh, this is not what they're thinking. It is weird, isn't it? My, I mean, our assumption has been that's, uh, and and I mean, I don't really want to be proved right or anything. I couldn't care less about that. But it is curious that there's something, I guess, to have known and to experience enough of the conversations that have gone on in the last year, to mm. just assume that they're saying we want our freedom back. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. We feel like on dancing on the precipice of some more uzzing and theming, don't we? So I think we should probably gently beep, beep, beep. It's me reversing. I know. Um, I knew exactly what it was. Oh, good. I'm so yeah. glad because yeah. I wasn't. And also, also, I'm I'm still on that walk in Germany, and I don't want to fall off the cliff. Do you know there was? Um, this is changing the subject. Oh, should I change the subject? Do it. Change it. Yeah, because um, I've been doing this little thing with a video camera um, for the last couple of months. <laughs> This is going to sound pretty strange, where okay. I throw it in the air and catch it. Oh! And um, it's quite good fun. Um, yeah. And I was, uh, the, I think the very first day I did it, um, I, because uh, uh, I'd been thinking about doing it for a long time, and I thought, fuck it, this, I'm going to get out there and um, have a go. And I had this idea that I would throw the thing in the air, and then I'd be able to do a whole lot like physically, before it, yeah. before catching it. <laughs> it's remarkable how quickly it comes back. I was, uh, <laughs> I was a little bit surprised at how little I could do in between throwing the camera up and um, catching it. And so Lil said, um, you should make a parachute. I love that. And um, this week I made a parachute for my camera, like one of those old soldier yeah, yeah, I, I have exactly <laughs> where you have to scrunch it all up in order exactly. to like, and then, then throw it up in the air, and then it. Oh, exactly, I loved I made, them. I made it out of a plastic bag, and the most uh, beautiful thing I've ever seen. There's pl- lots of little YouTube videos about how to make uh, parachutes, as you can imagine. Although it was a little bit tricky because you have to do use six, put six holes in your circle in your circle of plastic, and it was a bit tricky getting figuring out how to do 60 degrees from the centre. So you don't keep a protractor around the house? No, no, we don't. We, I think a protractor, I long ago, I don't. I released my protractors back into the wild a long, long time ago. Did you ever use a set square for anything other than throwing it into the ground? <laughs> <laughs> what did you call it? A set square. So you've got the yeah, protractor yeah. is the round one, and yeah. then you've got the set square, which is the triangular one, and they're quite sharp. And we just <laughs> used to throw them into the ground, like <laughs> like like was, um, 
I was quite into technical those drawing stars. when I was at. Uh, Were I mean, you? Yeah, I loved that ah, stuff. I loved yeah. it. it was in those cases they came, those felt-lined cases they came in all the the, the Ooh, compasses. Listen to and you, the... fancy pants. Mine yeah. came in a little bit of plastic. It was a helix one. Yeah, plastic probably had. We hadn't got plastic at that stage in oh, New Zealand. Of course, yeah, yeah. Because... a little, little bit late to the rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, sixty degrees, tricky, and mm-hmm. uh, and he, this guy on YouTube. Uh, link in the show notes. Uh, <laughs> he's he's going to get the surge of traffic to his usage, his YouTube, his usage. Literally, channel. literally tens more people. Tens will go. more people. <laughs> he has a very you know specific way of folding the um, canopy. Is that the word? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, and then you know wrapping the string around, and then, and of course I tested it with a bolt, and it worked. And then I <laughs> tested it with a camera, which is quite a lot heavier than the bolt, and. Um, it definitely slowed the camera down, but not oh. so much that I could <laughs> do a whole. <laughs> but there's this really satisfying, um, satisfying sense of not understanding for the life of me when you look at the footage of how what the camera how the camera is behaving in the way it's behaving. It's really delightful. I just got the supercut of your face being increasingly surprised. Like, oh, it's coming again. Oh, it's going down again. Oh, I expected to have one. Oh, gosh. Pretty much like that. And then one beautiful one where the camera sort of effectively drags along the ground, like, you know, like the soldiers drag along the ground as they're trying to control oh, the, their canopies. As the wind just takes <laughs> exactly. it away. Exactly. I was with a, a, a GoPro camera reliving my youth, although the idea of a camera that size when I was 12 years old, mind-blowing. I know. I still can't get over the fact that I've got a camera on me at all times. Uh, I find it bizarre beyond words. I was yeah. filming the dog chasing a stick today and thinking to myself... <laughs> what a wonderful God. world. Well, a part of me was like, the, the why am I committing a dog chasing a stick to, uh, <laughs> to, to digital memory in this way? But then at the same time thinking, isn't it amazing that in 20 years' time, if this format still works, I'll be able to look at this video of a dog yeah, chasing that, a stick? That is the big question about whether that format still works. Yeah, yeah. And do you think you will? Do you go back? Look, do you ever go back and look at photos? Um, I go back. It's funny you should say that. I got a, um, I got 15 years' worth of photos reminded to me today. Reminded. Yeah, I know and that's that's not a very good uh, sentence structure. But you know, sometimes, well, maybe you don't know. I don't know if you do this. Does your telephone sometimes say, you have a new memory? Um, what, what, what? Like from, from your iPhone, from your I, iCloud photo thing. Really? Yeah, yeah. I must have it's not it, clicked. But does it use those words, you have a new memory? Yeah, you have a new memory. <laughs> Which is really interesting because <laughs> so I kind of go... Do I? <laughs> How do you know has this? A, has a memory just been formed in my head that I'm unaware of? Thank you for telling me, telephone. Um, no, So, it, yeah, I'll get regular, um, sort of, not regular, maybe once or twice a week. Oh, and, there must and be my, a setting that you... There must be a setting that I have... Uh, or I don't use iCloud like that, so maybe it's because you... Well, um... Bob does, and she doesn't get these. She doesn't get a, a memory every now and then. I, I must have clicked something Is that a gender point. thing, do you think? No, I think it's just I've clicked something <laughs> foolishly that is now data mining my my life. But what was quite lovely was today, today's my dad's 80th birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Norman. Um, and oh. 
It was 15 years 80. worth of. He's 80. He's 80 years oh, old. Oh, of Norman today. birthday photos. So, yeah. Well, no, not just birthday, but just it was it was really strange. It said, you have a new memory. And I clicked on it and it was just dad from the last 15 years. Like arbitrarily, it's chosen 15 years. So from 2000, well, 16 years, 2005 to today. And it's just a variety of photographs. And the first thing I noticed was every single photograph, he either has food or drink in his hand. <laughs> in one instance, he's grinning next to a suckling pig, which, of course, that seems on brand. Yeah, was um, a suckling pig alive? No, it, it had an apple in its mouth and it had been cooked. <laughs> what is it about these suckling pigs that walk around with apples in their mouth? They're just asking for it, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they are. They really are. Um, oh, sorry to all our vegetarian listeners. Um, yeah, so there was, it, that was one of those things that just, rem- yeah. Just so, like, hang on, so it knows, the, the apple knows that it's your dad's birthday today? It, yeah. And it, then not, it's machine, it, huh? Yeah. It's machine learning knows that it's my dad's birthday, and it also no, um, it recognizes photos of recogni- your dad. Yeah, exactly that, and so it just sent me. You have a new memory. Here are some pictures of your dad on his birthday, and on one level, I kind of go, Ooh, "That's disgusting and terrifying, and how dare you pry?" And then on another level, I just think, "Oh, I wouldn't have looked at those photographs had you not reminded me to look at them," and it was just a delight. <laughs> Whose turn was it to propose a? Uh, I don't know whose. Are we turn it are was. we abandoning the idea of a theme, a topic? We've gone from almost zero planning to actually, or as some might say, literally zero planning. <laughs> it does remind me. I just had a uh, had a message from a uh, long time listener, and uh, they said that uh, they had been on a bit of a road trip down to Miami, and on the way back w- with his dad. <laughs> This listener said, hey, do you want to listen to this podcast? Oh, no. <laughs> they, they, they exposed a parent to our inane ramblings. <laughs> he, said, he said, my dad loved it. He got <gasps> another fan. No way. God bless America, just to say. Land of the free and the home of the brave, I think is how the song goes. Oh, is it? Don't make me sing it. We had enough of we had enough of me butchering songs last week. Is it home of the home of the brave, home of the free, land of the free, and home the home of the brave? Of the brave. Like oh, is it the Isn't national anthems? I don't is know. That the Star that's, yeah, is that the Star Spangled Banner? I don't know it well, except oh, sake and we seek. Still... Oh, say can you see by oh, the it? dawn's early light? <laughs> is it can you Where see? The... Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light, something, 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 twilight's last gleaming, blah, 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 and the home of the brave and the land of the free. Yep, nice. It is the last, and it's not nearly as... so sorry, but we just mangled somebody's national anthem. No, I'm sure. Especially a country that actually puts... You know, weight and faith in the importance of that song because obviously here we just like go, oh God, please don't play that dirge. Perhaps yes, maybe that's uh, a little bit of context for our North American listeners that. um, Oh, that in the UK and in well, I mean Australia is strange because they have that line "girt by sea," which it's just girt, (laughs) girt, girt girt lush, as in surrounded by. Okay. I see. I can't. It's the only line I remember, though. It's a very strange national anthem. It'll be in the show notes. The Australian national anthem. New Zealand one is beautiful. What's Not the a problem. New Zealand one. Nah, 
No, I can't do it. Okay. God of nations, at thy feet, in the bonds of love we meet. Something like 